welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. I'm your GM and host, Steve McGlicker, and in this week's episode, the Circus of Wayward Wonders has had enough. It's time to kick ass and take names. Mistress Dustlight is going down, baby. So first, talking about the RPG Superstar Kickstarter coming up. Don't forget to go to kickstarter.rollforcombat.com if you want to follow along when the Kickstarter launches on August 31st. And here is the deal. Please go to kickstarter.rollforcombat.com. It will mean a lot to me, personally. That's right. I will personally thank you if you follow the Kickstarter and, of course, support it when it goes live on August 31st. This is actually very important. I'm going to tell you why. Every single Kickstarter you see right now is for 5e. And I've spoken to many of the third-party publishers, and they've all pretty much told me off the record that they're not going to be doing Pathfinder anymore. Because, in their words, and this is not an exact quote, but pretty damn close, that even the largest Pathfinder Kickstarter is still smaller than the smallest 5e Kickstarter. Hence, it's not worth their time and effort. So please help prove me wrong by making this a successful Kickstarter, and not just successful, but really successful. Plus, we're doing everything in our power to make sure that you get tons of content. I'm not putting out a book and then like stuffed animals and stickers and all this other support stuff that just really adds to your shipping and that you put on your shelf and you never use again. We're putting out books, lots of books. A minimum of three awesome books with hundreds and hundreds of pages of stuff for your games. We're putting out monsters. We're putting out new archetypes. We're putting in new ancestries. Putting out new backgrounds, new items, and the brand new monster part system. We're putting out something for everyone. On top of that, we have the Ancestries book where you get to play a dragon. That is right. Mark Steifer will go over this in extensive detail if you watch this week on how it's played on YouTube. We did an interview with Dave from How It's Played on YouTube, and we go through all this. You can find out all about the new Dragon Ancestry, and we can do up to 39 dragons. That's right. I found every single dragon that was ever in Pathfinder, ever, and I counted 39. So Mark can possibly write 39 ancestries. Every single dragon ever made in the history of Pathfinder, you can play. And this isn't a fake dragon like a dragonkin. This is a dragon, a real dragon. A dragon that flies and breathes fire or acid or whatever you want. Yeah, you get to play that. And it's going to be balanced because it's written by Mark. And then we have our little mini adventure path that goes from levels 1 through 10. The Jewel of the Indigo Isles. It's actually not a mini adventure path. It's a three book adventure path. And let me tell you something. This thing is going to be amazing. And why is it going to be amazing? It's because it's really one adventure. It's going to be three books written by three authors. And those authors just happen to be Patrick Rennie, Ron Lundeen, and Linda Zayas Palmer. And they just happen to, oh, I don't know, you know, be the two people who lead Adventure Paths over at Paizo. And then Linda, who leads the online society play. And she's only writing the actual special for Gen Con. So, yeah, these are the best people probably in the world to write an Adventure Path for Pathfinder. So we are pulling out all the stops. So really I'm getting to is that if this is successful, 
then we can do tons more. We can just keep adding more. And again, I'm trying to add tons of value. I'm not just hiring, well, like myself to do this. I'm hiring people who do this for a living at Paizo. We're making sure this thing is going to be as awesome as possible. And I'm also doing everything in my power to make sure the pricing is in line with other Paizo products. So basically, it's the same price as what you would get if you got this from Paizo. So again, if you want to have really cool products for Pathfinder, not just for me, but from other people as well, please try to support this if you can, because it will prove that there is a viable market for Pathfinder third party or second party material, which is, you know, there's a lot of good stuff coming from Paizo. And don't get me wrong, Paizo has got, you know, like, oh, I don't know, the greatest stuff in the world, in my opinion. But there's a real shortage of anything cool being done by third party people because they are putting all their efforts into 5e. And for people like myself who don't really play 5e, then I can't really get cool stuff if it's not made by Paizo. So please prove me right and show that there is a viable market for Pathfinder stuff, which will show that not only can this Kickstarter be successful, then other people will try to do the same thing. And once again, if you want to see a big preview of the books, you can go to Arcane Mark on Twitch, where we did a really nice interview with myself, Linda, and Mark. Or just go to How It's Played, which is a brand new interview, which would go into the book, as well as the Dragon Ancestry. And you can see that on YouTube under How It's Played with myself, Mark, and Dave. So just to let you know, a lot of what was going on with the Celestial Menagerie, Mistress Dustlight, and those Circus of Wayward Wonders was actually added to the adventure by myself. Because they don't really have a lot of direct confrontation in the adventure. It's kind of alluded to. So this is one of those times where, as the GM, you sort of have to insert this into the adventure. And they don't come right out and say it, but they sort of allude to the fact that you need to sort of make this your own adventure and make it your own reason why the PCs want to confront Mistress Dustlight and Celestial Menagerie. And I just kind of use the old trope that you see in movies and it's sort of the three-part bully system, I like to call it. Okay, it might be actually more than three parts, but here's the steps. And if anyone has basically ever seen a movie with bullies and like good guys getting back at the bad guys, you pretty much know these steps. And there's a reason why they do them. It's because they work. The steps are as follows. Usually the PCs run into like a minion of the bad guys. And in this case, that was in the very beginning where they met one of the initial bad guys when they met the constable. And they're like, oh, there's the bad guy. There's the celestial menagerie. Then there's another time where they actually put on the circus. And of course, the bad guys come along and trash the good guy's circus. They trash all their fun. So you know that they mean business. And then you have the confrontation where you actually have the big bad, and in this case, Mistress Dustlight, come to the circus and confront the PCs. And of course, the PCs aren't ready for this, and they're not nearly strong enough to confront the big bad. So this goes pretty well, and it's just sort of there to, you know, have the big bad bully the PCs. And then, of course, you have a couple of other minor conflicts here and there. And then you have the final okay, the bad guy went too far. And in this case, the bad guy, while the PCs were gone, trashed the circus and killed Bardoff. And that is the, they've gone too far. You always, always, always need the, they've gone too far incentive for the PCs to go and kick some butt and take some names. And now we get to the final part, which is the PCs go confront the big bad. So it went 
exactly according to plan in my opinion because that went exactly how I expected it to go and I'm very proud of myself if I must say give myself a little pat on the back because they are going to take on Mistress Dustlight because if you think about it they could have just left town there was really no reason for them to take her on and confront her they could have just left so I had to come up with some way for this to actually become a confrontation and just ended once and for all and then we'll see what happens because this circus is really cool. There's a lot of cool things that are going to happen there. So I'm actually looking forward to running this quite a bit. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's show notes. Show notes this week is really simple. Uh, first of all, you know, again, do check out kickstarter.rollforcomment.com. Do check out the Patreon if you want to listen to the episodes early or join us. And right now we've got three things going on at the same time. We are playing Malevolent. We are playing Three Ring Adventure. And we just started book three. So if you want to listen to us on book three, we have picked it back up. We took a two-month hiatus, and now we are back and playing. And to be honest, it's really fun. I always love starting a new book, because whenever you start a new book, they're in a new area. They have new NPCs to talk to. There's new stuff to do. It's a lot of fun whenever a new book gets started. And then finally, we, of course, are playing Agents of Edgewatch. So that is a lot if you want to watch us play live or talk to us or chat with everyone. So check that out. Five bucks, that's all you need. And you too can join us on Patreon.roofercombat.com. Also, don't forget, join the Discord. We have a new venture officer who is running all of our games. We'll make it a lot easier and a lot faster, and he will help you out however you need. If you want to run a Pathfinder or Starfinder Society game, you name it, he is there to help you out. And don't forget, if you get to level 10, you get a free t-shirt. And what is level 10, you say? You just post a lot, and you gain levels on our Discord channel. And if you get to level 10, you get a free t-shirt. And any t-shirt on the website, you just choose whatever you want. So there you go. Free t-shirts for everyone. Yay, that gets to level 10. That's how that works. But with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. Last we left off, you managed to clear Moonstone Hall, more or less. There's still that issue with the two missing masks, and maybe you should, you know, fix up that place and make it whole. But other than that, you've cleared out all the bad guys, you got the Didum, you got the Vision. I even have a cool little picture I gave you of the Vision, where you saw the mountains and you saw everything lighting up, which was pretty neat. And now you came back, sit back, relax, and the circus is burning. People were assaulted, and Bardoff might be dead. Maybe not. Maybe Bardoff was just hibernating. You don't know. You got to check it all what? out. Well, you don't know. You think he's dead because he was in you that You definitely cabin. said he was dead. Vanessa Hoskins is playing Alhara Varys. A half-elf gymnast swashbuckler. Yeah, I've been crying we over his corpse. Thing. Burned alive and painful death. Rob Termarco is playing Darius Varus, a half-elf monk of the mountain style. Well, I said he was dead as the professor. The professor said he was dead, but you should go check yourself just in case. To see I'm, crying crying over really his, I'm already over his corpse. Lauren Sig is playing Hap, a human fire elementalist sorcerer. Okay, well, oh. so here we go. So You said oh, I well, could see him. Oh, yeah, you I'm in there. Him. Okay, you go in there, and you see Bardoff, and you do a medicine check. He died of old age. 
It was a coincidence. He just happened to be in. He died while we were out. Yeah, and then. And then and, they burned him. And then they burned the cabin he was in. It amazing circumstantial evidence. Right. For the listening audience, I have an I have a disbelieving look on my face. Incredulous. That's the word. Incredulous look on my face. I thought you were going to go with an amount of incredulity. I was like, yeah. I have that too. I, I Well, it was better on. than saying that he went to a farm upstate. Okay, we're trying that to make this. We're trying to make this a little bit Wait, easier for half to understand. That he burned alive in agony, trapped in a wagon that he couldn't escape from, as the smoke and flames continued to raise higher, increasing the heat until he could barely breathe and choked on his own vomit as he was burning alive. Of natural causes. Of natural causes. All yeah. Darius knows is bear bacon. Mm. No, oh, no, no, God. that's wrong. No. Even Terrible. Paper Ninja's calling Never. you out. You killed my. You Terrible. you made him get murdered. I didn't do anything. No, it's it really you even you. said you, no. It isn't. No, it you was... even told me you wrote it in. No, the GM. No, the you're making GM me turn out to be a bad everything. guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm just playing a bad guy. I'm just drawn that way. I'm just drawn that way. That was what I was looking for. I'm just drawn that way. I'm not a bad guy. Uh-huh. Well, Mr. Okay. Dusklight killed my bear, so now she mm -hmm. has to die. She'll pay. Oh, boy. Maybe I went too far. I think you went exactly the right amount of far. Okay, well, Bardoff, dead. Jerry, totally fine. Gibson, totally fine. Comes back. Oh, oh, you won't believe what happened. I saw the whole thing. Oh, my God. I was just up there, invisible, hiding the whole time. I was terrible. I terrible, I tell you. I was going to find you and look for you and help and get you over here, but I couldn't find you. Oh, oh, my, oh my God. It's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, no. Oh, you're okay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> He's besides himself. Can somebody shut her up? I need some time with Bardoff. And Gibzib goes up to Alhara oh and starts crying on your shoulder. <laughs> Alhara stares at the closet and slowly pulls out the cold iron pick. You stay away from me. Oh, fine. And then goes over to Riley. And then Riley, Riley likes. Riley, him. come here. And then she turns into, he turns into a dog. I'm a dog. Look, I'm a dog. You stay away from you don't ever talk to me or my son oh ever my again. <laughs> Look, I'm a wolf. Let's oh play, gosh. Riley. Let's play. No, me, no, me and Riley are with Bardolf, and we're going to shut ourselves in that cabin without Givzabib in there. Hey, Alteron. You, 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 you hang out with me, oh right? Oh, my gosh. Let's go to the forest in your special place. I know you like to go in there sure. and like meditate. Let's go hang out there. Yes, that does maybe best you step away with me. Rob Pontius is playing Otteron, a human witch of curses. Cool. So for, for listeners who've joined us in season two, Bardolph is Hap's oldest friend. That bear was the first friend that she had here at the circus before she had any other friends at all. So this is, this is a really cruel thing that Mistress Dusklight has done. Good news is his little top hat is fine. So... I'm going to wear it forever. Okay. I'm going to wear the Ooh. tiny little top Ooh. hat. Mm. It's not a tiny top hat. It's a top hat for a bear. If anything, it's going to be a little oversized for Hap. Oh, no, I won't wear that. But I'll keep it. It'll you can be wear a it. Toe. You can wear it. No, the tiny no, top hat is we'll on 
is on Mr. Tickle. The snake. The snake. That's right. Some of the snakes were killed too. Not Mr. Tickles, thank God. Oof. That, well, that, that would have been to draw a draw up some top hat looks. That <laughs> would have been that would have gone too far. Mr. Tickles, no way. Because snakes are lovable. Bears, eh, eh. So, um, what do you do? The place is in shambles. It's gonna take weeks. And you look around, people are have you know, smoke inhalation. Everyone is at least wounded. They're gonna need some time to recover. Some of the equipment's been broken. Uh, some of the cabins are burnt. It's just a mess. What's the death toll? Is it only Bardoff? It's Bardoff, some snakes, and some of the smaller animals. Like, most of the big animals were able to get out. What about what's his name's birds? Oh, some of the birds. Yep, mm. some of the birds. Axel's birds. I think what we're going to want to do is just, like, do a head count, make sure everyone's okay, like, contain any fires that are there. And then at that point, it's a matter of just cleaning up and rebuilding and figuring out what we need to do. Yeah. Yeah. No one's hurt seriously. None of the humanoids, you know, the important people, none of them are hurt. You know, just animals. Just the animals. They, they, a lot of them died. Well, not a lot. Some died. But, yeah, you can That doesn't that, make that this you better. Can replace. Those you can replace. Birds, you cannot replace those. those bird are... a dozen. Bird a dozen. <laughs> Snake a dozen. And I'm sure you can find another bear. Bears are pretty common for the circus, you know that. Bardolph is not common. Each of those animals was an individual. That is a loss of life and a tragedy. I will grab a shovel and I will start digging. Okay. That's a good idea. Alright, well, it's nighttime and it's going to take a little bit of time to, uh, well, to dig. Yeah, we, That's going to take a I while. mean, mm -hmm. Darius is running around crazy, just helping people, putting out fires, get tearing down you know, broken things that have been burned, putting everything in a pile away from the camp, making sure it's doused, helping people who were burned and injured or bludgeoned. You know, he's holding it together, but he's definitely really mad. And um, he wants to make sure everyone is safe. You know, he's erecting new temporary stuff to help people, like, sleep. Someone has somewhere to sleep in case... Like they lost a wagon or a, a, a you know, or you know, a right. tent where they slept or something. So he's really going to spend as much time as possible, even into the morning if he has to, to to do this. Yeah, it'll probably take you several hours and all yeah. night to all night of get yeah. up, get what yeah. you were describing. And you are able to use your medicine to help them, but they have like you know. Even magic can't help with some of the wounds they have, like smoke inhalation and, you know, just the trauma of what occurred. Yeah. So, Battle medicining. I, yeah. I'm literally going to run oh, a, I know. You a, can a, go a around. triage ward. You, you know, everyone is, everyone is physically mm -hmm. okay, but even like a lot of the equipment and you have to go through and check everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just enough, it's enough that it's going to take you out for a couple weeks. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's what Alhara is mostly doing is the administrative tasks of like inventory and who's injured and how extensive and like trying to figure out what our actual position is, what our actual assets are. So, yeah, you guys are doing a good job of helping the circus. I'm just digging a grave. I'm not using any magic. It's a bear-sized grave, and she's going to be wore out, and she's bad at it because she's not good at physical labor, but she wants to feel it. You know, she needs to do this for Bardolph. And Riley's in there helping you out, digging with you next to you. 
using his little paws to get out some of the dirt too. Doesn't he's know good. why he's just helping you. No, out. I don't want him to help. Riley, sit. This oh, is what's this Otteron is doing. My burden. What's oh. Otteron doing? <laughs> I've tried so many times. I know. Otteron's gonna go around trying to help heal as well. We'll be calling on Necticula and Life Boost because they can do it repeatedly every ten minutes if they need to. And we'll also be trying to take note, just like Alhara, of what's been damaged or anything that needs us fixing, repairing, because Adoran's going to start on that, as well as try to create like an itemized listing of everything that was damaged, taken, injured, in case something is missing, but also planning to report it to the constable. Okay. A lot of things that were broken were very specific. They knew what to, they knew what to break, like... Like the high wire axe, they you know, would cut like the high wires, they cut the support beams, they cut the nets, you know, things like that. Things that were very easy to destroy, but very hard to repair. So right. either mm. would require you to, you know, use heavy mending or buying new equipment, buy new nets, you know, things like that. So they didn't go and just, you know, yes, it was more like the burning was more like a distraction so that they can then sabotage a lot of your key equipment. Yeah, which will take a while to repair. Yeah. Otteron's most concerned of that kind of thing and something that, you know, the team, the circus could miss because they're focused on the obvious destruction or obvious injuries. So, like, you know, secretly damaging support poles so that, you know, in a few weeks, all of a sudden something collapses or mm -hmm. specifically anything being stolen or taken would be of concern. So you spend all night... Doing the inventory, the healing, the shoring the up the barracks, the mourning, the hole for Bardoff. Where on the map would you like to put Bardoff? Near the glaive? In the little glaive? Oh, yeah. Let, yeah, let's go put him next to that, that beautiful tree. Oh, that's where all bears go to die. <laughs> oh, wow. That's where the first bear was that we found. Yeah. Does a bear die in the woods? Yes. Well, it's a beautiful glaive. So, by morning, everyone's worn out and tired. Happy finished the digging, but you're going to need someone way stronger than you to uh, move I will absolutely off. do it. You can use your titan throw. Hey, pick up the bear and toss it into the oh, hole. Oh my no, god. No, no. Whirling throw. That'd be great. Whirling I'm just throw. spin Bart off around by an ankle. Throw I, I protest getting help. You won't be able to let me help you. He was my friend too. She's gonna try so hard. But, like, I want to make strength checks help. to do it by myself. I will, like, Darius will help, like, and, and, like, help like, as soon as you, like, pull real hard, like, he'll help scoot it. Like, he's not gonna do it for you. I got a five. Okay, you, it scoots ten feet. Oh, I got ten feet? Oh. What? Yep. No, it doesn't. Because I'm, I'm helping her. Oh, 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 oh. Just no. like, well, she's In a like, way that well, doesn't look like help. Oh, I see. So mm. she's like pushing it and putting her head down. Right. And then she doesn't mm -hmm. know. And then she feels it move. <laughs> and then, That's awesome. And then Darius is like kicking it. Like, oh, there. Oh, look, kicking it. Bard off. You moved. You moved Bard off. Darius, go away. I got this. Okay, I'm right here. I'll put my hands on your hands. No, don't touch me. Okay, I'll push it on the other end. I try to secretly using mage hand behind the scenes. Oh, there ain't yeah, enough mage moving. hands left to bear. It's moving. Can you ever levodic everybody? Alhara is purposely not helping. We carry that bear with us. Alhara is purposely not helping at all. She probably tried to do one attempt. It got yelled at by Hap and was like, "Okay." 
Yeah, Darius is to do something <laughs> persisting else. and going to help. Yeah. Alhara is going to go start making plans on how to murder uh, <laughs> Madame Dustlight. Oh, Jesus. Yes, thank you. Someone needs but to do But most that. of those plans are just childlike drawings of her with, like, daggers in her chest and, like, you know, X's over her eyes and their tent burning. Kind of like the childlike drawings that you keep doing on the battle map <laughs> with Jerry, Jerry <laughs> the X-Clown. It's amazing oh, yeah, just like how that. similar Alhara <laughs> and Vanessa are in character. Look at that. That was amazing. Yeah, those kinds of plans. Wow. For the listening audience, <laughs> Vanessa has been spending the last two sessions drawing things on Jerry the X-Clown, a.k.a. Jellico Wait. Bounce Bounce. First it was a dagger. Then it was a dagger repeatedly stabbing him. Now it's a noose <laughs> on the battle map. So that's what you're doing? Only, do you want me to get her picture? Here, I can bring her on the map, and then you can do actual pictures with her on the map. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, no, I can reenact oh, okay. all of Alhara's very, very tedious planning of of how they're going to pull this off. Then I'm going to whack her in the head, and then I'm going to stab her with the dagger, and then I'm going to, like, declaw her something. Well, no, that's too cruel. We don't do claw cats. Then I'm going to, like, smack her in the face really hard. Look, she's right next to you. Hi! There's your picture. You can draw... All the evil things you ever want on Mistress Dust. Okay, sure. Get it out. Get it all out. It's it's cathartic. Here, I'll even give you a little bit of room. There you go. What? Thank you. Half, you slowly push Bard off to the gravesite. With or without help, you're not sure, but you're so distraught. I have a spell that would make this so easy, and I refuse to use it. That's right. I have to feel all of it. You have to feel the pain. You have to feel every ounce of pain. So you push Bardoff in, poor Bardoff, to bury him with his hat or any of his other toys yes. that he had from the cabin. We should. We should. Are you going to have a little service? No. It's up to Hap. Okay. So what do you do, Hap? He's by the beautiful little brook, the little meadow. It's a nice little pond there. Nice little tree. It seems to be popular for bears. I do want to put something in there. It's not going to be his hat, though. Uh, I'm going to go grab the cape from his former owner. You know, the one who died and now we took care of him? I'm going to put that in there with him. Ah, uh, yes, he would like that. And then I'm just going to bury my best friend and sit there quietly with him. Okay. Everyone's exhausted. Everyone's tired. No one's gotten any sleep. It's the morning. What you going to do? I'm presuming today I have to sell things and do crafting to move rooms. If you wish. Alhara presents uh, a drawing and a plan to Atron. It's a very crudely drawn picture of maybe a cat, maybe a person. Uh, Alhara claims it's Mistress Dusklight, but who knows. Uh, surrounded by strange looking runes and weird squiggles that might be magic. Uh, and it's like... Okay, Atron, I have this plan. Death isn't even good enough for her. I've stayed up all night because I don't have to sleep. And I've found out no manner of death will satisfy me. Instead, can we banish her to someplace really terrible? Like, um, oh, we could banish her to like uh, hell or the abyss or New Jersey. Just somewhere really rotten. Can we do that, please? Mm. Yes, but it would probably be too good for her. <sighs> There are three okay. main things we need to do. I'll go back to scheming. We need to ruin her reputation. We need to ruin her circus. 
and then we need to ruin her life. I mean, but if, if she's banished, won't she be in, like, constant pain or something? Mm, maybe, but really and truly, the constable should take care of her once the other things are done. And then I assume there is some form of judicial system or courts or judges that will deal with her, but she will probably stand up to anyone I... that comes at her, so I assume we will have to fight her ourselves. Courts or no, I no, I'm look, we have to we have to do this ourselves. Any courts or just justice, she's she's gonna just slip away from. You know, she's influential and all that, but we know she did it, so we've gotta get her. It's up to us. The constable already has some information against her. I think they will not be surprised when we bring more information forward. They're not going to go arrest her. We've got to deal with her on our own. Something tells me the constable will ask us to help take control. But um, maybe if, not. If we if we can banish her to like the plane of infinite paper cuts, then like that would be that would be better. Mm, cats do not like water. There is a plane of water like there is plane yes. of fire. Yes, let's put her in the plane of water. Perfect. Oh, you're so smart. And Alhara kisses uh, them on the forehead. Mm. Ah. But I do think we have to be worried about the reputation and the circus and everything, too. Oh, sure. Yeah, okay. Yes, okay. Atron's like, I'm really thinking about this, but yeah, sure, let's send him to another plane. Although Atron really does believe the constable's probably going to be like, oh, all right, this is a problem. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, again, everyone's exhausted, so... You'll definitely have to rest if you're going to do any adventuring or revenging. You know, you can sell some stuff. You have a little bit of loot that we went through beforehand. You have a fair number of runes that you can move. I don't even know if you need to roll on any of them or some of them. Most of them are much lower level, like plus one runes and stuff like that. I don't know what your crafting is high enough. Well, actually, you have to roll on everything. There's no real take 10 anymore. So pretty much as long as you don't roll a one or two, I think you should make it. Yeah. And... You know, so you tell me what you're going to do. The circus seems to be stabilized. Everyone is resting and going to sleep, although they're going to take some shifts to make sure they keep watch as everyone's a little jittery. But otherwise, everyone's going to rest up after a long night of repairing and fixing things up. What are the heroes going to do? I thought we just, I thought we just said. Oh, okay. Well, then do it. You know, I think I think practically speaking, yeah, we're just gonna be like cleaning up and helping yeah, or whatever. Cleaning up the whole the whole night and then like passing out at like ten a.m. the next day and sleeping okay. until the afternoon. You know? Okay, yeah, that's what um, I'm getting at. Yeah, game mechanic wise, like I think Alhara is essentially gonna be tapping into Circus Lord to try and figure out what like we should be doing at this point. You know, at at this point, the Circus Lord is you should just rest up. Sure. And probably put together shifts. I mean, the people here know, and you have more than just the, the actual stars. Like, there's people who work at the circus. It's yeah. not your job to do all this. Like, you can help, but then at this point, it's really supervision of telling who should be doing what and just getting work teams together. And they'll be able to take care of it from here on. You won't have to supervise, really. It's more moral support at this point. Plus, the professor knows how to take care of all this, so... Okay. Oh, all right. Well. Yeah. So you guys are laying down to get a little bit of shut-eye? A lot of shut-eye. I'm getting a full night's sleep just Why starting in the morning. Why are you guys trying to sleep? We have to go talk to the constable right now. I'd rather do it when we're fresh in case we have to do something afterwards. I'll go do it myself. Whatever. I'm coming Bye. with you. Darius will come. He's sooty and dirty and bloody, but he's coming. 
I am actually going into town anyway, so this would work. Let's all go. Okay, all right. Okay. I haven't slept. Off the town. Is there a... Oh, we're definitely fatigued. Yeah. At, except Vanessa. Oh, I said you were. Everyone was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except Alhara, who doesn't sleep. Well, she's mentally fatigued. Ooh. She has been drawing a lot. Her eyes are probably tired. <laughs> we get to town. Same old town. Same as it ever was. You go to your favorite conclave square where you uh, are escorted right in. It's almost as if they were expecting you. And sure enough, there is the chief constable sitting behind another mountain of papers. And she sees you walk in says, Ah, yes. Come in, come in. I heard from the guards that you uh, you cleaned the Moonstone Hall, from what I heard. T- tell me, uh, and did you find any other additional evidence against uh, uh, Madame Dustlight? Uh, yes. Yeah, this, and Alhara po- po- accidentally pulls out one of her drawings and is like, oh, wait, never mind, that's just a plan I have. I stuffs it back in her pocket. We also believe the Celestial Menagerie has attacked our circus. Many were injured. Some have perished. There's great damage, too. We believe she is targeting us because of our activities in the hall. Mm, okay. Um, we hmm. have another note. We have a possible ghost you could speak to. We have a closet you could speak to. Mm, Am okay. I forgetting anything? I'm going to angry sit in a chair and accidentally char it. <laughs> so... She's pulling it out. She says, okay, let's see here. We have an invisible net. You said with the CM logo, we have this discarded list. Oh, yes, yes. Written in Omerian. We have uh, eyewitness accounts, multiple it looks like. We have this note from Mr. Stusslight. You have... We also believe she has stolen property from the Moonstone Hall. Mm, that would be excellent if we can prove it. So this is more than enough and a mountain of evidence. Plus, if she attacked you, this is great. This is great. Okay, uh, I'm making an executive decision here. And she she pulls out some pieces of paper, and she pulls out a little box, and she starts writing on this piece of paper while you're just sitting there. She's, like, filling it all out. Making plans, too, huh? Yeah, she is making plans. And then she says, okay, I am going to temporarily deputize you to arrest Mistress Dustlight and return her here to Conclave Square. And she, like, pulls out. She goes, here is a writ for her warrant and arrest. And then Dead she, or opens, alive. she opens up the little box and she says, here. And she gives out little badges to you. She's like, here, here's Are your deputy badge. Are these lawbreaker badges? They're not lawbreaker oh, badges. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a Absalom only technology. It is not, uh, it's not across uh, the sea as of yet. But maybe one day. But you still get little badges. You get little Ooh. badges that you can put on your chest. Fancy. And you can say you're a deputy. And she says, well, I, I would prefer you bring back Mistress Dustlight alive. But I understand you have the <laughs> right. right to defend yourselves. She is going to resist. She has been consulting with demons and Zolgas. I, I do well, not think it again, is likely she will come willingly. Of course she's going to resist. I didn't say she wasn't going to resist, but I also said to you I would prefer you bring her back alive so she stands trial and that we could take care of this with this mountain of evidence we have here. 
and I've been doing everything in my power to clean up this city. And bringing someone like her to justice, someone as powerful to her, will show once and for all that I mean business and that Escadar is no longer a city run by criminals and miscreants. Mm. This would go a long way in helping me establish long-term order in this city. We will try to talk to her and see what can be done. Yes, we'll have a chat. I do not have much hope for redemption with this one, no. But we will try. We'll we... bring her back. Unconscious, most likely. I, I expected this is what you would want. Yes, and a few more things. And she's, like, thinking about it. When you go, make sure you go during the day. Because, as you probably know, the circus opens two hours before sunset. There's going to be way too many people there. Kids, families, innocents. We can't have this happen with others there. You have to do it off hours. So I would say either very, very late at night or early in the morning. But make sure you're doing it at a time when there's not going to be any civilians or innocents in the area. Okay? That, that makes sense. We will do our best then. Can you give us any help? I don't have any spare constables. And to be honest, they're all going to probably be too scared to go up against Madame Dustlight. But I know what you could do. Look, you managed to clear Moonstone Hall and take care of all these Zolgaths and dinosaurs and Lord knows what else is down there. You know more about this case than any one of us. And to be honest, you're invested in this case. My constable's not so much. You want her brought to justice. You want to bring her in. I presume this I is... I want to do something. Exactly. Kill a lot of birds with one stone, if you know what I mean. Birds, right. And Alhara starts to move a finger between her eyes and the constable's. I gotcha. But again, try to bring her in alive. It'll mean a lot for me and a lot for this city. And also, don't be burning the whole place down. And she looks angrily at Hap as she can smell the smoke coming from the burnt chair. Says, this is still a city of law and order. I don't want to have to send the fire brigade to rescue others. And also, and she looks over at all of you, it's like, keep in mind, there's a lot of people there who don't work for Mistress Dustlight voluntarily. Don't go in killing everyone. Your job everyone. is to get Mistress Dustlight. Understand? I understand. We used to work there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Some well. of those people are my frenemies. <laughs> Yeah, well, if she did what I if she did what you said she did, I'm sure she's expecting you, so be careful. I think we will do our best to offer our condolences to the rest of her circus's people in the crimes that their ringmaster owner has um committed and offer them gainful employment in a much better circus. Whatever you do, she says, that's fine, that's fine. Just just don't go in there and killing everyone. I can't have you being as bad as her. All right, you have any other questions? I'm busy today. And uh, let me know when you think you're going to go in so I can have everyone stand by. Um, we can let you know right when we are heading there. Sure. Okay. Sounds good. I wouldn't wait too long because I'm sure she's making plans and machinations. 
They are planning to leave the Senate, but who knows when. Not for a couple of weeks. But that's why I need you to move fast before she sets up defenses or tries to do something else. Who knows? She might even leave and go to Absalon ahead of time and make it impossible for me to get her. Why don't we go after their show ends? Um, that's for you to decide. Well, we can talk about that um, once we are back to the circus, yes? Yes. Okay. Who knows who's has prying ears, eyes and ears. And noses. And noses. And mouths. Ew, mm. what, are they going to lick us? They can't taste our plans. Gosh, don't be gross. But they might know if this plan stinks. That's true. There you go. She, she dismisses you and says, All Okay, right. don't abuse those badges or your deputy privileges. And make sure I get those back after you bring her back. Uh, within two blocks of leaving the station, Alhara is immediately abusing her deputy privileges, yelling at people on the street, Hey, put that down. You're not allowed to do that. I'm the law. And that's why you're not in the other podcast. <laughs> okay. Right. No so, lawbringer badges for you. You actually have to use a conscious. <laughs> so metagame-wise, we actually need to like figure out a plan here. You actually do. Because yep. um, you got some... Um, I'm not going to say anything, but real quick, you have a little bit of rules, or rather, you have a goal that is a little different probably than, hey, let's kill everyone on site. I so have you, a plan. You figure it out. Is Don't the plan to kill run. everyone on site? No, no, no. Oh. We disguise ourselves. We buy tickets. We go see their show. Show's over. We arrest her before she can even leave the stage. So we're going to fight her in her ring, in her show, because she's going to put up a fight. No, but I, I do. If we go even in disguise and they catch us, we are going to jeopardize the people there. Yeah, we can't do this in that Won't way. We? we have to attack, like they said before, as they're setting up, or after when they're tired after they perform. And I, I am worried if we tried to confront her while she was in center ring, people would still be there clapping. I'm not saying. Or outside five the tent. minutes. After, I'm taking an hour after they're done. You know, fine. The an hour over. after the show's over. Well, okay. So I think this plan has merit. But like, what do we do after our shows? We're usually cleaning up. There's usually a bit of partying as everyone's letting off some steam. Like, it goes for a while, and that might get us on the grounds. But we're gonna have to lay low for I don't know. I think several hours while we keep an eye on where she goes, so we can maybe abduct her by herself and not have to fight off. Well, in some instances, our old friends at our old job. So we know at least has a few half people she has will mm, protect her. At least, like the the Baca. How long were the various kids at the Madame Dusklight? You know, in your back in your backstory, how long were you guys with that circus? Eighteen years. I don't know. Okay, I was there for fifteen years. So, is her pattern... I don't know, Steve, what can you tell us about the information we would already know just from our ties to that circus? You would know that the circus opens two hours before sunset, and then there's an area for... Well, let's see. There's a front gate. You know that there is a very strong fence built around the circus inside woods with anti-magic, so there, there's no way to, quote, sneak in. They've taken care of that. There's a front gate, uh, I mean, not easily, 
there's a ticket booth. There's a midway, which has like you know the games and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's the uh, there's an area of wonders, which is creatures that you can look at, magical creatures. There was the sideshow area, which had like you know pretty much sideshow people. There's the big top itself, you know, which is as, quote as big as yours. And then there's also like you know some other buildings, permanent buildings that have things like offices. There's also rotating attractions they put in those permanent buildings. It's always a little different. It's like a museum where they keep changing the permanent exhibit. So that area is always changing. Is there any way we could see a layout of what the circus looks like? Because we used to work there. We should be pretty familiar with the grounds, more or less. Yes and no. Because you haven't been there in a while. So I don't have what it looked like beforehand. If that makes sense. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> in that case, so here's what I'm thinking. We should definitely go in for some reconnaissance. Maybe someone gets disguised or something and goes in and uh, takes a look around just to to get more information about what's where and what we might be able to take advantage of. I still think we should go in like super early in the morning. I was going to suggest morning as well. Uh Dawn's early light. Oh, Delmar is who I was thinking of. Delmar's early light. We know at least some of them will be dedicated to... Probably protecting her or not listen to reason. Reason's early light. And I don't think we're just going to find she is somehow influenced or corrupted by demons, but we should be in consideration considering their prevalence throughout the island and the influence on the Zilgas as well. I still think the best way to reconnoiter this would be to buy tickets. Well, we could just go see the show as ourselves, I suppose, but that seems a little conspicuous. Risky. We can yeah. wear disguises. We did buy cloaks from Clark's Cloaks. We have those cultist cloaks. We are not going to be able to bring Riley or Chilidosh We can bring Riley. No, you will not have a disguise. Riley, I guess it's time to show them that new trick you learned. All right, sit. Okay. And then Hap's going to take off like one of like the ridiculous amount of belts that she wears <laughs> and hold it up like a little hoop. And she's going to, all right, Riley, jump. And when he goes through the hoop, he doesn't come out the other side. And then she puts the belt back on. What? Where's Riley? That's a pretty neat trick. He's safe. Is it a spell? Was it like the bag we were in? I guess. Can he breathe? Yeah, he's pretty happy in there. I've, we've tried this a few times. He said What's he in there? It. Can I go in there? Um, I don't. Darius, you're my brother, but I don't think we have quite the same connection. You need to be attuned. Yeah, I think you would have to kind of be like my dog. Oh, I see. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bag of dog holding. I guess. Is it something that Chilagosh could go in? Or no. Um, I don't know Chilagosh that well. He can't go in my belt. You have to, you have to love the creature that goes in your belt. Is it something Can you Can we not magically get hung up make? on this? No, this is completely new and surprising. That's why you did it like that. So now we're naturally curious oh. about the amazing thing you've done. It's just it's just more of my magic. Oh. I've been practicing with like Good. That that is useful. That is excellent. But, 
definitely means I cannot bring Chilogosh, which is a problem. Hmm. But that is I mean, good. You can have Riley that way. It, well, Chilogosh is a is a raven, though, right? Couldn't couldn't he just hide out in a tree nearby or something? He could just be a bird. I I am not comfortable with the plan to sneak into their show, but if everyone well, else I, is agreed, well, I think agreed. someone should go just to just to get the lay of the land. But I think in terms of going in and arresting her, we should do it. At- yeah, to make an omelet, you have to crack a few eggs. We're gonna Bro. be uncomfortable. We gotta do it. That doesn't mean we have to put the public in jeopardy. Just just walk in. And we're just gonna walk in. We're gonna look around. We're gonna see who's at the sideshow. We're gonna reconnoiter, and then we'll leave. We're not putting anybody in danger. You what mean if name? we go during our show? It opens two hours beforehand. It'll give us plenty of time to mill around, play the games, eat some of the funnel cake, and then be back I out. I think they'll recognize us, which is the problem. What about Clark's cloaks? We're just... F- someone may see somebody else. I think that there's a provocation, and I, I think it is risky and a danger, especially if we are trying to act at least in some way if with they a see constable's us, jurisdiction. Yes. Mm. All right. Um, okay. So let's say we can we send. Hold on. Can we send someone else to do reconnaissance for us? Yes, and we can okay. do so under spells like invisibility. Well, I was just thinking, get one of the you know, one of the circus hands or something. They're not very popular, prevalent, well known. It's entirely possible they could just go have a mediocre time at Madame Dustlike Circus. And, you know, take note of what kind of games are where and what kind of animals and creatures are in that creature pen. Speaking of which, ooh, what if we sneak in early in the morning and then sneak over to the creature pen and let some out to wreak havoc just as a distraction? Well, I'd have to talk to them first and see if they're okay with that. Or we could just let them out and let them wreak havoc. Make a loud noise or something. When we, Yeah. Scare them out of their pens and then the way they're trying to round up all sorts of creatures while we go after dust okay. herself. Alright, that's our plan. We'll go over in the morning and we'll just do it. That's what we'll do. That's our plan. Good to go. Did you want to try to send some reconnaissance then now, tonight? Uh, circus hand? Yeah, I think you, so. I think they'll be worth it. Yeah, like a few of them. Do we not have an invisibility potion, Nahara? I have one, but it doesn't last forever. Mm, that is true. I could um, send Chilagosh from high above and look through their eyes. Oh, that is an idea. That is a really good idea. Then the bird could fly anywhere and peek in any tent. Chilagosh could Do see. Any... I've been thinking about using an animal as a spy, like a raccoon or something. Can I've you see think... through a raccoon's eyes? I mean, it could come back and tell me what it fa- what it saw. Mm-hmm. Right. I well, may not understand some... what everything is. Maybe, but still, let, let's get some basic information. I like the Chila Ghost look through let's his eyes. Let's do the Chila Ghost thing. eyes. Okay. To get the basic yes. layout up high. All right. All right. So here's our plan. Okay. Everybody listen. This is the plan. Chila Ghost, Atron will look through Chila Ghost and do aerial reconnaissance. All right. Okay. We will We will ask uh, one of our workers who is the best suited at drawing maps <laughs> to go and just have a time and then come back and draw us a map. And then in the morning... We will go and we will do the deed. Is that our plan? That sounds fair to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, then everybody rest up. Well, I will send Chilo Gosh now. Just stay with me because I will have difficulty keeping aware of what's around me while I am doing this. Oh, I got you. So, Atron's going to have... 
How long? It's concentrate. Nice. We're up to a minute. So I'll have to go over near the circus and then yeah. like, actually go shout. Go back to town. Take a walk. Know that we're near the circus. Have Chila Ghost fly way up and then do like an aerial check of the circus. Fly over it and Atron will look through their senses. So it's really only going to be a top down. Where are some buildings? Where's, you know, the tent? Where's wagons? Relative layout. There might be a back entrance. There might be an area that's good to hide. Yeah, but it's something. Yeah. All right, well, you have to give me time because now i got to fix the map. No problem. Sorry. We're just being smart. I've been waiting for a way to use this because it's like, oh, we're in a tower. All right. that's not, Oh, we're underground. All right. I want to yeah, help. Yeah. I'm not no, sending Chila Ghost flying from room to room. I have that too, but I didn't think that would be useful in this situation for me. Not for but, not for Riley. Yeah, don't you don't want to send Riley in. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So let's go through this plan. Give me time of day, spells to cast, people to disguise. Are you going with like clown makeup disguise, old man disguise, little kid disguise? Like you give me the details. Let's go through it. I'm going as sexy M M&M. and M. Wait, what? Is this after the Chilagosh thing? No, tell me the Chilagosh thing. So well, you tell me exactly when, how, yeah. when, uh, all that. So maybe a little after the uh, circus opens that evening, especially if they open two hours before, Ahara and Ataran don't go to it, but go nearby. And then Ataran will send Chilagosh up to get a vantage point um, and get an aerial view. Meanwhile, we're sending in one of our random workers that we think is good at a couple of them drawing. you know get multiple reports okay a couple and we'll send them in give them money to pay and just go and have a good time but look around so they can report back to us about the circus and the layout okay what is the spell you're using for chilagosh so that i know what you're doing i'm using the share senses master ability oh i was thinking you're using familiar space. how does that work once every 10 minutes you can use a single action with the concentrate trait to project your senses into your familiar. When you do, you lose all sensory information from your own body, but can sense through your familiar's body for up to one minute. You can dismiss this effect. Wow. So basically, you'll be completely helpless, and I can attack you while you're using this. Good to know. Which is why Which I is... have Ahara with me. Yep. And if I'm attacked, I can just end the effect. Aw, that's not fair. Okay. It's, um, planning. Uh, planning, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. You head to the Celestial Menagerie. The Celestial Menagerie circus grounds sprawl across a huge plot of land south of Escadar, inside the neatly maintained forest surrounding the site. You know, because you used to work there. However, as soon as you approach, you realize something is different. The circus was moved since you've left. Whatever information you had before is probably useless, as the plot it used to be on is no longer there. She completely moved the circus into a new part of the forest. However, you also see the lights and reflective metal ornaments hanging in the trees surrounding the circus, illuminating the site with dazzling colors and bright lights, making it very hard to... Sneak in 
or approach without being seen. However, you're able to, you know, go pretty far and sound off Chilagosh into the yeah. air. Woo! Makes it easy, too, because Chilagosh will know to fly over where the lights are, and we can stay farther back. Mm-hmm. So Chilagosh does a look-see, shall we say, and you see through Chilagosh's eyes, and you see, well, circus grounds. Sure enough, the circus is surrounded by forest, as well as lights and metal fencing. You look around, and you think you can see to the south the front gate, which is heavily guarded by multiple bruisers. In front of the gate, there's a long line stretching to the ticket booth. To the east, you see some cages with some creatures inside those cages, and you see people gathering around to see the animals and other items in the cages. To the west is where you see the midway, where everyone is playing games and having a good old time and having some food, of course. To the northeast, that is a building. It's a white plywood building. You're not exactly sure what's in there. You think that's probably where the sideshow is. To the north is obviously the big tent. And to the west, you see large buildings, but there's no way you can see inside of them. And then to the north of the circus is the private area, which is backstage where some of the animals and holding areas are. And that is what you can see from the air. Okay. Is And the whole thing All is right. surrounded by forest? Forest, gates, magic. Interesting. Cool. In fact, you're like, aha! You look around, you're like, hmm. It's actually very difficult to see anything of note, as there's so many buildings that a high view is, you know, giving you just a general layout. Yeah, well, that's, that's better it. than nothing. True. All right, Sheila goes okay. come back. Maybe I do it twice, so... Because I can do it once every 10 minutes, so maybe do it twice just to verify, and then I'll have Chila Ghosh come back. Sure. Give Chila Ghosh come back. And then we can head back to the circus and await the return of our couple staff. Okay, cool. Cool. All right, so Atron can probably make a better drawing. <laughs> uh, yeah, crafting check. Boom. What they saw, exactly. Uh, and we can share it with the others and sort of figure out how we want to do this. Is there any chance that we could, like, hop a fence or something and get through the forest? Well, I imagine it's just go through the forest to get there. Well, it's a forest, and you know that inside was a high iron metal fence. And they've had a lot of... Mm, they've had a lot of practice in deterring people trying to do exactly what you're doing. It's not impossible. Yeah, that's probably true. It's not impossible, but also... Looking at the layout, it doesn't do anything because everything is kind of concealed inside buildings, more or less. It okay. might be worth just going through the front gate, if only to draw the initial, like, attention. And, well, we should be trying to do this in a official standing. Hopefully, at least some of these people will understand why we are there, or some might even need their help. Our help, yes. We know that some were kept, like the Bogest, or not happy. Well, true. So you're thinking maybe any guards that are at the gate, we can just 
convinced to let us in? No. I, I expect then the gods will predominantly be mm, less um, willing to just simply turn around. But staff, who are not probably well-treated, I think mm -hmm. we might have some chances with. Are guards new, Steve? Did she used to keep guards? Yeah, she was at guards. Yeah, like what kind of people was she employing? Were they just like folks who, like, were they carnies or were they non-carnies? They are bruisers. They are used to dealing with rabble-rabble and not only that, also dealing with some of the magical animals and they're pretty strong. No, they... I get that, but like, did they sit at the table when everybody was eating and having a good time or were they kind of standoffish? completely standoffish. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And to be they, honest... They couldn't sit at the table because they're all rune giants from Varicia. Well, <laughs> the other thing is, these people, a lot of people were transient through the carnival. Like, you were one of the exceptions. And maybe someone's there for a couple of years, but people like, you know, the guards, hired help, like, they're there for a couple of weeks or months and then they're gone. So there's not like a lot of long-term employment at the circus. We won't. You won't be able to use circus lore to get past them. You can do whatever you want. There is one thing you do know, and I'll give you this one. You know, none of them probably want to die. Yeah. Hired help, not worth it. As for the the uh, the fence, probably those who fly or really good jump can get around it. Where you do the bag of trick, you know, bag of holding trick, you probably wouldn't get any advantage. It would get you onto the grounds without getting noticed. That's probably it. Not that there's not a, something with that. I mean, you can sneak around and stuff, but you also decide how you're going to do this. If this is a sneak around battle and or a stand up fight, it's up to you. Well, it doesn't have to be a fight. True, but you know what I mean. Whether you're coming in using your badge. And your new powers to show that you have a warrant for her arrest and see where that gets you. No, or yeah, you we're jump. trying to do this the lawful way. Or so. you sneak we in. Are? Yeah, it's up to you. You can do this any way you want. <laughs> we have a writ for her capture. So yeah, you have a warrant we for her arrest. Walk in the front door is what we do. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. fine. Let's just walk in the front door. Well, it's up to you. I mean, no, we don't have to walk in the front door. Oh, hi, you're always the first one to bust in the front door. Why I, are you now having issues? There is because a stained I... glass window on the north side of the <laughs> fence. Oh, my God. <laughs> but let me put a stained glass window somewhere. We have to bring Alhara's window. And then Alhara will have to go through it. Alhara <laughs> puts I the crudely drawn drawing of, a, of an iron gate with a stained glass window in it. Like... In her pocket, and it's like, never mind, it's fine, we'll just walk in the front door. It'd be awesome if it was like a really small circular stained glass window, like in Circus Acts, where you have to jump through the ring. Yeah, you have to dive through it. Yeah, just breaks through. I always think of Marl from Chrono Trigger jumping through the stained glass window when she goes to free Chrono. Yes, me too. Every time. Sorry, I don't know if anyone really knows what I'm talking about. I know you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I love that game. I think of young Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> the thing that's when Doug came out to fight you. That's correct. First time ever that CGI was used in the movie. No. Computer, no, computer CGI. Computer CGI. Computer CGI. Tron was done by hand. Except for those. Oh, oh no yeah. way. Yeah. He was yeah. all hand rotoscoped. Except that's for. Right. Oh, my God. Except for the bugs and a few other things, but it was all hand drawn. 
And that doesn't count as CGI because that was computer no. animation. Right, 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 right. Anyhow, so you wait around, planning, thinking. It gets later and later and later. How many people did you send over there to scout? I don't know, like three? Two or three, yeah. Two or three. Well, two or three people never come back. Oh, great. Seriously? We just sent, like, we just sent roadies to go have fun at a carnival. Yeah, well, maybe the carnival ain't open for maybe fun. Maybe they Damn. had such a good time that they're never coming back. Maybe she stole them. Mm. Maybe they're dead. Maybe they ran away from you. They're probably dead. Jesus. All right. Let's go over there. Well, we need to sleep first. Oh. All right. Fine. Come get me when you're ready to go. <laughs> Alhara goes back to drawing plans. Was that stone worth it, Alhara? Was it? It seems more annoying than useful. You know, it's the kind of thing that I would really want in real life, but I don't know. It's <sighs> infinite time sounds good to me. The curse of immortality. That's why I didn't. Slowly, want you it. separate yourself from humanity because you don't need to sleep, you don't eat and drink like the rest of the people. Mm-hmm. You become a force of nature, and then yeah. you turn. Then you go to Mars. Yep. Instead, you're relying on picking up dudes at the gym or random people at the bar so you can drink their blood and just get along day to day. Mm. What? <laughs> Sorry, vampire stuff. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, I guess I now know where Alhara's next story beat will be. <laughs> oh no. Darius comebacks from the dead. Hap Afriti. Ataran, really weird background. Alhara, vampires coming right up. I mean, vampires are pretty hot, That'd be so she might cool. be able to. That would be pretty cool. You got it. I'm going to start planning that. All right, well, you all rest up. Now, runes. Before we start any shenanigans, is anyone doing anything with any runes? Yes, no? Yeah, I I was moving runes for people. Whoever wanted runes moved, I was doing it. Right, so Ataran was going to move the wounding rune to the pick, and then the strike, like the plus one in the striking rune to a dagger. Or Alhar. Sounds good. I could get Riley some little shoes of speed for 340 gold. I should get Riley some little shoes of speed. Little little cute little dog shoes. I make Arya wear little dog shoes when we're at work. Because if the stu- if Arya has to wear her, her little dog shoes, then the students have no excuse to not wear closed-toed shoes and long pants. The other thing I kind of miss is being able to pull out weapons easily. I kind of wish I had quick draw. But... Maybe you should be a monk, and then you are a weapon. I mean, I'm a weapon. Have you met any of my characters ever? No. Don't you have a thing for punch girls? I have such a thing for punch girls. Yeah, so I don't see what the problem is here. I mean, kind of. I made Mama Mildred specifically so that she'd have, like, a million different weapons. So that was different. But, like, Alhara is basically a punch girl, but also with a big stick. And you use a bow staff. That's Hi-o! Oh, (laughs) <laughs> I get it. It's a trans joke. Okay, cool. Yeah, very good. Oh. All right, there's the cold iron light pick, low grade wounding. <gasps> Ooh, mm, that's the one. That's the one. That's put it on the ticket. Now put very it nice. on the end of your staff. What? Oh, the pick <laughs> at the end of the staff. Make Give a pole arm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's still a really good weapon against demons is. and stuff. But... Is it a plus one pick? Yeah, plus yeah. one striking. Plus one striking. Oh, hell yeah. Hey, Rob, something you should know. T? You, you, Rob, uh, T or P? Uh, T. 
Forceful T. What do you have? You have like forceful or something for your. What's the thing you have? Yeah, for... when I hit you twice in a row, the second shot gets an extra point. But I rarely do that, so I know. But I think I think it's actually two points because you're. Oh, because I'm level eight now. No, because you have striking. Oh, striking increases striking. that. It's like the number of damage dice, isn't it? Yeah, so it goes to two. I oh yeah, learned, I just learned there that. There you go. Okay, so, I'll remember if I hit twice in a row. Yeah, well, you should, because plus two is plus two. Plus two is plus two. And wait till I pull out some other magic, magical things. Well, I don't think you have to hit with the first one. If you hit on the second one. No, you have to, you hit, and if you hit again, because you hit before, it's forceful. For some reason, I thought it was just a second attack roll. No, it has to hit. Let me look at my uh, thing, but I think that's true. Oh, you know what? They changed it. I think you're right, Lauren. Uh, yes, the weapon good. becomes you. more dangerous as you build momentum. When you attack with it more than once on your turn, yeah. a second yeah. attack gains. It, yeah, it, they yeah. That, that was a change. It used that to was be not changed. No, no, that was not changed. Maybe in the no, playtest. Yeah, yeah, you've been just using it wrong for a year and a half. That's a, don't worry. Oh, add, <laughs> add add four more points to the two two enemies. That's okay, fine. we'll just fix it for now. In the okay, past. cool. Thank you. Those okay, are I will fantastic. go back in time. Hey, you know that guy that almost killed you. You killed him before he killed you. Oh, you didn't come back from death. Maybe the golem wouldn't have killed you. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think about that. I don't think so. <laughs> You're like, I no, I so. needed that to have happened. Yeah. There we go. I'm just double checking. Is your plus one striking cold iron low grade pick, low grade wounding weapon correct? Yes. Thank you. Why don't you get some more things on there, please? Hey, I mean, I will. Thing. Just wait uh, till we get higher levels. Great. I can't wait. All our weapons become plus two. We put more properties on there. It's going to be fantastic. I See, now wait. you're liking the casters. I love it. Anyone else? We say comment. Anyone else? You're wasting no runes for me. You're, you're wasting really good rolls. I well, I mean, it's supposed to be added in the, the plus two from Forceful should be on the second strike, right? No, because it's... I don't know when it will occur. You have to hit. The minus five is no, always going to be plus two. No, you don't. You just said two. you don't have to hit, and, you, and you're agreeing with Lauren. Oh, no, I thought you had the hit. Nope. No, listen, I'm letting you know. The minus five attack will always have the plus two. Yeah, and the minus and the minus ten attack will always have a... Where is that? Does it, well, does it double? Wait, I don't it's think not it's... striking. Wait, what's it called? It's forceful. Oh, forceful. All of my mountain... When I'm in mountain stance, the falling stone strikes have forceful. This is really good radio. Oh, you're right. Look at that. Damn! I gotta remember that when I put it on all my monsters. And yeah, these have to go on on the roll 20 stuff. You're right. The third attack does get double. So the third attack is plus four. You'll never hit with it, but... Mm-hmm. but oh, wait till it's I turn one, on some other 10. powers. He's not gonna hit with it. I've done it before, rarely. Okay, now try. Yeah. That's the one. That's the ticket. I don't know how that guy used to say it, but I know it's a quote that Steve likes. So yeah, I was trying to that's use the it. ticket. Yeah. Now it's I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. That one's good, too. I think I remember that one. Is that Chevy Chase? Robocop. Ugh, it is Robocop. Is that where, where like, the all the money's fallen and they got the honey bodies? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew that one. Anyone else? And then we will start Death Machine. Sparky's machine. You see, everyone's giving me faces of ooh. So that means we must be ready. I don't know what Sparky's machine is, but now let's go. Let's go. Sharky's arrest a lady. Right, arrest. Uh oh, look, a bookcase. 
How am I the least murdery one here? I don't understand this. <laughs> You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember to bribe the GM. <laughs> <laughs>